is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 183 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Gotham Knights Deep Dive. Now, uh, I want to remind you guys though, that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there, let me know what you think of the show, what I can do to improve, give me some shares, some likes, stuff like that. You can also go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Write me there. Let me know what you think of the show, what I can do to improve. Maybe you have a game you want me to review. You could drop it there or a question. Leave it there. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and the audio of the, the episode goes up 7 a.m. Monday morning, just like it does on the uh, on the website. It goes up on YouTube. So go there. Leave me the, you know, give me the subscribes, the likes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Just Little Joe. I signed up for Blue Sky, which is apparently Jack Dorsey's new project. It's only, I guess, in um, you, you you basically just get alerted when uh, I guess they're in beta right now. So I'll probably get an email invite hopefully soon. Um, I know Twitter's going through some troubles right now. I mean, I don't really this isn't really the time or the place to talk about that. I have a lot of thoughts, but um, I want to try. You know what? It's always good. I like change. I like to mix things up. Blue Sky seems interesting, especially someone like Jack Dorsey. Love him or hate him, he does have experience in the social media space, so he's trying out. Um, or it's not called Blue Sky, I think it's called Free Sky. Um, but I'll, I'll probably put a link to that in the show notes uh, when I post this on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so this is the Gotham Knights deep dive section. To be, I'll be really honest, I, I've already beaten the game. I'll do my spoiler cast after this. It'll be a separate episode. But I was what I was really trying to do. Oh, by the way, my mic works now. Uh, Apple had three updates after the update when I called tech support and they said an update's coming up. So hopefully that'll fix your mic issues. Didn't. Two updates after that, at the middle of November, the end of November, my mic works. So not a wasted purchase. I can use my mic again. It sounds great. Um, so yeah, I this is a really weird thing to prepare for. I like doing the deep dives just like I like doing, it's kind of a new thing I'm trying in between the, the spoiler cast episodes, everybody and myself have time to beat the game. Cause I like to talk about themes. Obviously this has to do with grief, this podcast. So I want to read like psychology today. Uh, last week there was a podcast that accompanied the game, a part of me when I did the spoiler cast. So I tried to cover that there's resources in a part of me, like some websites you could go to and things like that for resources. That's the kind of stuff I want to do in the deep dive, really kind of dive into the themes because I pick these things out and this is how my brain's working now and how I'm trying to, you know, give myself some time to play the game, but also come up with some good themes. So the idea is this game X game or Y game is supposedly about grief, death, dying, other types like divorce, breakups, any type of grief in a game or a theme of grief or an idea of grief. So I start playing it and see if that kind of holds through like a thesis. If it does, I do the like the, you know, the the first impressions. So I give my first impressions. Then I really start digging into the themes and try to back that up. Uh, you know, this isn't a paper. This isn't some academic exercise, but I try to take the things that games have presented me in the early hours and try to come up with, a, okay, where are they coming from with this? What are they doing with this? And then the spoiler cast, I talk about, did it live up to that? You know, here's, so the deep dive's like, okay, so here's where I think they're going. Here's what I think is happening. And the, the spoiler cast is, yes, they did a successful job with this, in my opinion, or they did not, just like any other review. Um, but this is really weird. So basically the deep dive of this the idea of Gotham Knights, and I said this in my early impressions, is that Batman has died. That's in the trailer. That's not really a spoiler for the game. 
Batman's Dead, that's how they promoted the game. You play one of the four Bat families. You play either uh, Dick Grayson, who is the first Robin. He's Nightwing now. Uh, Jason Todd, who is the second Robin, but he is now Red Hood. He was resurrected uh, by uh, Talia al Ghul. Um, when I read, I read a bunch of ancillary stuff. That it isn't in the game, but I had to read this. He just keeps talking about being brought back from the dead. Then there's Batgirl, who is Jim Gordon's daughter, Barbara Gordon. She uh, basically, um, in this game, her father's died. I bring, brought up that in the quick look. And you get to be um, Tim Drake, who is the new uh, Robin. And he's also the youngest person. I think he's like 17. They even rib him a little bit. Like, you're not even good enough to be the second one or whatever. You know, like, you're the third one. Um, I'll say this. So there was two kind of moments of the game that I keep coming back to. Now, I'll just say this for the... The, the, the thesis or the idea is that this is an adoptive family, right? Uh, Batman has taken these people, pardon the pun, under his wing. He is training them to fight crime, to really be better people. Because if if you know anything about the Bat family, I mean, I had to read Ancillary, which I think the game does a bad job of presenting because this all has to do with the story and the lore and the thesis of grief. In this world, like I talked about in my first impressions, uh, Jim Gordon has died, so Barbara Gordon... They don't talk about her mother, but her father's that she's dealing with the grief of her father. And I think she looks up to Batman slash Bruce Wayne uh, because he, uh, they know each other's identities, obviously. She looks up to him as a father, I think. that That's at least what I'm kind of inferring from their relationship. Um, and um, Dick Grayson, the first uh, Robin, his parents died in a horrible uh, circus accident. We all know that he was a circus performer, the Graysons, the Flying Graysons. Uh, his parents died, so he is an orphan. He has no parents left, so he's obviously looking at Batman as a father figure. Um, and then Jason Todd, uh, he had a horrible life from what I read on the DC Wiki. Uh, so literally, I love the the I read the Cliff Notes version, but he, um, you know, his parents. I think his father was a petty criminal. His mother was addicted to drugs, and he was really always dealing with anger issues. And Batman helped him deal with that, um, but he still uses guns. Anyway, that's weird. Uh, and Tim Drake, I know the least about, um, but it seems like he was he was very, I think he was just very intelligent. I think he figured out who, that Bruce Wayne was Batman. And so uh, Batman again decided to train him and for him to become Robin. So in a way, this is an adoptive family that has come together. Now, when I was prepping this episode, I read articles from adoptive agencies uh, I read it, things from, it seems like personal people's personal website. I read stuff from Psychology Today. How do adoptive families deal with grief? I'm not reading any of these articles like I normally do, like verbatim. But one of the themes that came up in several of these articles that I read, because I don't know, they just seem to kind of stray from this idea of an adoptive family. But one thing that all these articles talked about was that there's grief behind the grief. In other words... There's like with grief at all, there's a lot of layers. But when you're grieving, when you like your adoptive parents die, you also have these feelings of guilt for maybe your birth parents. Uh, they died or you don't know what happened to them being an adoptee. And so I thought this was kind of an interesting dynamic within the Bat family during the game because everybody is kind of, you know, are they thinking about their parents, their birth parents? Batman has just died, so this person that taught them all these skills, taught them to be better people, is um, dead. So, like, how do they pick up the pieces? Um, 
And I think this is an interesting dynamic. Um, I don't, I mean, I'll get it into the spoiler cast, um, but I don't really think that they really, there was a couple lines that stuck out with me. I'll really get into the spoiler cast, but these two lines seem to me to be something that someone writes. And I've heard this before in other movies and books where you just write a line and you go, that's good enough. Maybe I'm not going to, you know, there's a lot of people at these studios that develop these games. It goes through a lot of processes of whatever. And again, they're probably not making the game for the same reason I'm looking at the game, but I thought it was important to bring up that this is, this is a game about death. I mean, this is someone that they looked up to that died. And I think it's tragic the way they deal with it. I think that there's moments that are good, but there's these two moments in the game, actually three, probably three that really just did not sit with me in a good way where I thought that line just, and it's not even something where I'm like, oh, they could fix it. I think they just needed to take it out. It was just a moment of omission. Um, and I think that would have made the game much better. In fact, there's one line where I was like, it was redundant where I'm like, what? And then um, I guess, yeah, I'll get it back in this podcast. But I'll say this, the way I looked at the game, and this is why I wanted to play the game, not only did I want to play bigger, meatier games, I wanted to play games that I thought maybe were kind of out of the wheelhouse of whatever, but still had to do with grief. And, and, and you know, the, the beginning of the game coming up, I mean, in the beginning of the game, minor spoilers, the Bat family finds Bruce's body. So they know he's dead. And so they all have to deal with that in their own way. And I thought, well, that's really interesting. Where are they going to go with these people and how they're feeling and what they're doing and how they react? Um, and I'll say this. They have little touches in the game where you'll see your symbol. Red Hood, it's a red Batman symbol. Nightwing, it's a blue symbol that's kind of like a bat something creature. I don't know. It's just a bird. To Anyway, I don't really know what that is. Uh, Batgirl is just a yellow or purple I think bad symbol. And Robin is just a green uh, R with a circle around it. You'll see these symbols pop up in the Belfry, which is your base every once in a while. And they have these really touching moments with different members of the Bat family. I want to say this. I know the game has been just totally uh, not, I don't know. Lukewarm, I think, would be charitable. It seems like a lot of reviewers that I listen to and like um, GameSpot IGN, kind of funny, uh, friends per second, uh, skill up. People seem pretty let down, but it seems like the general audience consensus is that people really like the game. But I, I gotta shout out to the to the team. You know, it's got to be rough because the Belfry in the game is a place where uh, the Bat family comes during the day and does research, and there's cutscenes, and they have to interact. And I don't know how many cutscenes there were where people were just literally coming together in this space, like walking past each other, grabbing something like an iPad off someone, someone sitting at a computer terminal turns around and walks up. They had a holographic device in the middle of the room, which was incredibly handy for certain missions. How many times, just shout out to WB Montreal, how many times they had to frame these people coming in and out and into the center or near the whatever. The, how many times they had to interact with each other that felt similar? Like, 
It was just something I noticed so much, but I think they were all done really well. Even if I think, I'll talk about the big three, because this is probably where most of my spoiler cast is going to hinge on, is these three moments that I think kind of fail, you know, the idea of grief. And not the idea of grief, but like the, it, it doesn't seem to be saying anything unique about grief. These are things, again, these are like boilerplate lines, just like the term fridging. Um, well, anyway, back to my original point. The, the idea that W.B. Montreal had to work really hard several times to make it seem dynamic that these people were coming together. You know, again, uh, somebody's at a computer, somebody's on an iPad, someone's at their evidence board and putting pictures. They all had to come together and speak to develop the story because they always had to do stuff in the Belfry. Um, I think there was one cutscene that took place in another location with another character, with Alfred or something. How many times the team had to be like, okay, we only have this small space, so like, should Jason Todd be repairing the bat, bat cycle over there? Yeah, let's have him do that. Okay, he's in the corner. Where's Babs? You know, why don't we have a viewing room upstairs so they can watch movies and stuff and just kind of chill out? One thing I didn't see in the whole thing, there was a bed. When do these people sleep? This is a conspiracy. I busted it wide open. Are they? Well, there's a couch up there, but that's it. Are they, they can't all sleep on the couch. You're telling me the Bat family doesn't have a cot? Where? Where was the cot? Oh, I'm about four, uh, I think four achievements from getting every achievement in the game I'm playing on Xbox. I usually don't 100% games, and I say this all the time. I did enjoy this game when I got done with the main story. I had maybe 10 or 11 trophies or achievements. They were pretty doable. A, a couple of them, I think I have one left. It's just go collect all these things, which power, power picks. Shout out to Power Picks on YouTube. They do an amazing job if you're looking for a guide to walk through stuff. That'll be great. But but WB Montreal did a great job of like, how do we make this place dynamic? How do we get them together? How do they push apart from each other? Where does everybody go? That was great. Uh, again, there was just three moments where I was like, ah, this is this is um this is not really what I think people would say in a normal situation. Or again, this just seems like a boilerplate idea. I don't think I don't think this was good. I don't think this was good. It, it didn't hit for me. I think they could have done something differently, you know? Um I, I, there was, there was like one moment where I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think that not that this whole game failed when talking about grief, cause you don't really fail with talking about grief. I just, again, articulation, maybe saying something a little bit new. I think sometimes this Gotham Knights kind of fell short, at least in kind of this reading of it or whatever. But, um, I will, what I will do is I'll, I'll sit down, look at my notes and I'll do the spoiler cast next week. You know, I think that's it for this week, guys. So um, I'll give my final thoughts, I guess, on the uh, spoiler cast. Um, so I guess that's it for you guys. But I want to remind everybody that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Write me a letter and let me know what you think of the show there. Give me a suggestion for a game. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes the Google Play Store, or Spotify. And the audio for the podcast goes up Monday morning at 7 a.m. on YouTube, along with the website, day and date at the same time. Go to those places, subscribe, like. Again, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, at Just Little Joe. So I think that's it this week, guys. And with that, I will say uh, have a good week, and I'll talk to you guys again next week.